Hello and welcome back to Lent with St. Edith Stein. This is Rebecca and I want to thank you for joining me today. This podcast is brought to you by St. Edith Stein Co. So please be sure to check out our store at stedithsteinco.com. This podcast is a series of short reflections for Lent based on the writings of St. Edith Stein. Beginning on day 17 of this series and for the remainder of Lent, we're focusing on St. Edith's final work, The Science of the Cross, which details her meditations and thoughts on the writings of St. John of the Cross. So let's begin with a prayer that St. Edith wrote. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. O my God, fill my soul with holy joy, courage, and strength to serve you. Enkindle your love in me, and then walk with me along the next stretch of road before me. I do not see very far ahead, but when I have arrived where the horizon now closes down, a new prospect will open before me, and I shall meet it with peace. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. In her book, The Signs of the Cross, St. Edith Stein wrote, Whatever of the supernatural world is accessible to the intellect here cannot help it attain any certain knowledge of God. The intellect, therefore, in its own insights, cannot create a form or picture that could portray God. As we know, man is made in the image and likeness of God but we reflect God imperfectly due to our sinful nature. So no one bears an exact likeness of God, and God does not bear the image of any created people or things. So the memory and imagination are unable to conjure an image of God. We rely on faith, which is a dark knowledge. We can only grasp the totality of God at the end of our lives. Until then... We must rely on faith as our guide. Now, we can and do receive spiritual communications, but these should always be secondary to faith. These spiritual communications include visions, revelations, locutions, and spiritual feelings. Now, all four types of spiritual communication can be useful in strengthening our faith and pointing us to God, However, there are inherent dangers in each of these, especially if we make them our primary guide to God. Since communications are sensory in nature, they can be easily manipulated. They can also pose a distraction to us and cause us to shift our attention to the visible rather than the invisible. Furthermore, they can lead to pride and vainglory. The first type of spiritual communication is visions. And there are two types of visions that we're going to discuss here. The first is apprehensions of the interior senses, the imagination and fantasy, the things you see in your mind. Now, allowing God to guide our imagination is useful in meditations such as praying the rosary or doing the stations of the cross. However, they are not a means unto themselves. They should serve to point us to God and inflame our emotions for him. The second type of vision is a physical vision, such as that the eyes perceive. Of course, these types of visions or apparitions are very rare. In the Old Testament, they were sought by the prophets, as that is how God revealed himself to man, bit by bit, through visions. But they're no longer a necessary part of our faith, 
since the complete word of God has been revealed to us in Christ. The Catechism of the Catholic Church, number 67, notes that private revelations are intended to aid believers in a particular point in time, and they should never assume to correct or add to the gospel. The gospel is complete. Now, we can certainly benefit from the study of and reflection on these apparitions, such as Lourdes or Fatima, but we should not center ourselves on them. These are signposts pointing the way to union with God. They're not our destination. The second type of spiritual communication is revelations, and these concern articles of faith. Of course, if a personal revelation is contrary to the Gospels, one cannot accept it. However, it is good to be cautious around any revelations that are additions to previous revelations as well. Everything that we need to know about God to get us through this lifetime has been given to us. The third type of spiritual communication is locutions. This is knowledge perceived by the intellect without the aid of any corporeal senses. Successive locutions are when the spirit proceeds from one thought to the next, speaking with itself, asking questions, and answering them with the Holy Spirit as a guide. This type of communication is, again, prone to deception as we can follow our own intellect down the wrong path, especially when our emotions get involved. Another type of locutions is formal locutions, and these come to the spirit without being sought after. They may be a command or a thought and often come with readiness to comply, such as build a homeless shelter, go overseas on a mission trip. It is important to discuss these types of locutions with a confessor or spiritual director before taking action because these can, again, be prone to deception. Now, a final type of locutions is substantial locutions. And once again, they come on their own all at once, but the action is already done. For example, you hear the command, fear not, and your fear is gone. There's not a lot to worry about with these. The fourth and final type of spiritual communication is spiritual feelings. And this comes as an affection of the will or substance of the soul. You may feel a sort of understanding that is not within your own capacity a piece about a situation you can't wrap your head around on your own. These spiritual feelings aid in our union with God and are granted to humble souls when God wills it. As a matter of course, we should not seek great spiritual communications or grand visions. If we chase after them, we can end up deceiving ourselves or leaving ourselves open to deception. It is far more important to practice faith the hope for all that is unseen, rather than hoping to see. Thank you again for joining me today, and please be sure to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at St. Edith Steinco. I hope that you'll continue to tune in as we reflect on the writings of St. Edith Stein throughout this Lenten season. May God bless you, and may the saints be with you.